the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happy Theological Thursday to you. Are you ready to talk to me? I'm ready to talk to you. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Thanks a lot for hanging out with me here on WAVA 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital, covering all of D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. So glad we get to connect today. It is Theological Thursday. Also on my uh, Facebook page, YouTube Live page, thanks a lot for tuning in. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. We are talking today about the theology of conscience. The theology of conscience. How can believers keep each other from stumbling when we're dealing with matters of conscience or disputable matters as Romans 14 talks about, uh, where it says, hey, some eat meat, some don't. And how you are supposed to take into account the weaker brother or sister, the one that's not that is restricted from the same freedom that you enjoy. And if you have a freedom to enjoy drinking wine or eating meat are the specific examples in that passage. But there are other examples of maybe the way we dress or the music we listen to. If you have certain freedoms where you don't feel as restricted, but other people do feel very restricted because of their faith. Uh, then how are you supposed to act around them and how can you keep them from stumbling into violating their own conscience? So that's what we're going to talk about today. I do want to hear from you and I want to hear from you uh, if you believe that uh, this is a problem within the church of Jesus Christ where we're not considering one another's uh, areas of conscience and we're judging other people because of what they eat or drink or wear or the certain holidays that they uh, that they might celebrate or not celebrate. You know, the text in Romans 14 says, you know, one shouldn't look down on the other and then the other shouldn't have contempt for the other and stop judging one another is what the passage says. And I'll read portions of it after I pray. But that's sort of the introduction of what we're talking about today. And I do want to invite you to join me because maybe you have a question or maybe you want to uh, weigh in on the conversation. So if you want to do that, you can give me a call now. My lines are open, 888-432-7434. That is my number live in studio. You can call me now, 888-43-BRIDGE. How about we pause in prayer now? 
Heavenly Father, as always, we want to thank you for the opportunity to give us to connect one with another. We do pray a commitment over the show that you would be right here in the center of it and would cover it as we connect one with another. We uh, commit the show to you now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, there are a few other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com or you can go to embracegracism.com. Both of those websites are there uh, to serve you with my sponsors on them and as well as writings and videos and things of that sort. But there's also an email on there in case you want to connect with me uh, off the air. You can do that as well. Again, just go to andersonspeaks.com. You can also, if you want to help partner with us in raising money for uh, children around the world, Compassion International, you'll see a link there as well that says Fill the Stadium. You can click that, learn more about it. Uh, my number in, in the studio right now is 888-432-7434. And so how does this passage hit you as I am uh, reading it to you? Uh, what does it make you think of and how does it uh, convict you or help you realize that you could love, uh, that you could love better? I know I can and, and God is calling me to make sure that even in the freedoms that I enjoy, I should be sure to make sure I take other people's thoughts and feelings and, and um, you know, into account. This is what the Apostle Paul says in Romans 14, 1. Accept him whose faith is weak without passing judgment on disputable matters. One man's faith allows him to eat everything, but another man whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. The man who eats everything must not look down on him who does not. And the man who does not eat everything must not condemn the man who does, for God has accepted him. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To his own master he stands or falls, and he will stand, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One man considers one day more sacred than the other. Another man considers every day alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. He who regards one day as special does so to the Lord. He who eats meat eats meat to the Lord, for he gives thanks to God. And he who abstains does so to the Lord and gives, gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself alone, and none of us dies to himself alone. If we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this reason, Christ died and returned to life so that we might be uh, be the Lord of both the dead and the living, so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. You then, why do you judge your brother? Or why do you look down on your brother? Goes down to verse uh, 12. So then, each of us will give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up in your mind to put, to not put any stumbling block or obstacle in your brother's way. As one, check this out, as one is in the Lord Jesus, I am fully convinced that no food is unclean in itself. But if anyone regards something as unclean, then for him, it is unclean. 
your brother is distressed by what you eat, you are no longer acting in love. Do not, by your eating, destroy your brother from whom Christ died. And do not allow what you consider good to be spoken of as evil. Wow. What do you think about that passage? How does it hit you? What questions do you have about it? What concerns do you have about it? I want you to give me a call. My number is 888-432-7434. It says, do not judge one another. It says, stop passing judgment. It says, do not look down on your brother. Do not have contempt or condemn your brother. It speaks to both sides of the issue, whether you're for eating meat, not for eating meat, whether you're for drinking wine, not drinking wine, whether you're for celebrating a Sabbath or a holiday or a holy day or not, every day is alike. Either way, don't judge one another. And it says several times, accept one another. And that word accept in the original language is the word welcome. And so we're supposed to welcome people into the circle of our fellowship, even if they have a difference of opinion on what Paul calls disputable matters or matters of conscience. We're talking about the theology of conscience. Give me a call. Let me know what you think about the issue. I'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof, and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the begins with an E and ends with an E. E stands for excellence, and that's exactly what you'll get when you want new windows or doors. Just like Amber and I, we got new windows and doors because we wanted our French door to be a slider so we could let the dogs in and out, and so we called Improve Remodeling. They came to the house, they installed new doors and windows in the kitchen, and they were picture perfect. Call Improve Remodeling today. Here's their number, 240 205-4944. That's Improved Remodeling. Their name begins with an E and it ends with an E. It stands for excellence. If you want to find them online, just go to improveremodeling.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You are not afraid to take any topic. Uh, You are very humble. And um, it's just give us comfort. 
I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. It's amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation is not just a phrase, it's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm David Anderson here in the nation's capital on WAVA. Today is Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of conscience. How can we as believers uh, not judge one another over matters of conscience? I feel a certain way about something. You feel a certain way about something. It could be music in church. It could be uh, issues of, of the way women dress, the way men dress, the days that we worship on, whether music is contemporary or, or gospel or hymns or, you know, with instruments, without instruments. It could be about all sorts of matters of conscience, dating and um, race relations and medicine, whether you should take medicine or not. So here's my question. How do we stop from dividing over the issues that cause dissension? So many denominations, so many different, uh, you know, churches that uh, break up over these disputable matters. What do you think? How, how do we stop from dividing over such issues? 888-432-7434. That is my number in studio. You can give me a call now. My lines are open. Let's kick it off in Alexandria, Virginia, with Don, who's on the line. Hey, Don, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Fine. Thank you, my radio pastor. God bless you. Love you, brother. Bless you how back. You? Love you back. I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What are you thinking today? Uh, two quick things. First, I'm sorry I missed the show yesterday. A shout-out for my lovely late mother. Her words of wisdom were she would rather me have an honest F than a cheating A. She would rather me do it the honest way. So that she's my hero, and that uh-huh. made a big impact on my life. How about that? So that was deep for me. Thanks. Now, as far as today's topic, Doc, um, the subject, the, the area of alcohol and tobacco. Okay. Major, major divisions. I teach Sunday school, and I had one young student that was afraid that dad was going to go to hell because he drank or smoked. I'm like, mm. what about the acceptance of Jesus Christ? And, and I had to make sure and clarify to her, 
it's not the smoking or drinking that sends someone to hell. It's the acceptance or rejection of Jesus Christ. So personally, I don't like to taste the beer. I'll sip a little wine every now and then, but I won't do it in front of certain people out of respect. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe in I don't believe in getting drunk or anything. Uh, I don't smoke. It's not healthy for me, but there are Christians that struggle with addictions. Uh, so we need to respect that, and we need to search ourselves because we may not have a physical thing like drinking or smoking. We could have a problem with, with prejudice or hatred or bitterness that, that's right. even worse. Right, right. Well, and these matters that are disputable are oftentimes outward behaviors that people just don't yeah. agree with even though yeah. it's not biblical truth, like there's nowhere in the scripture that might say uh, that this is wrong or that's wrong. In fact, there's sometimes in the scripture where the very thing that the church judges, they did in the scriptures like dancing, you know what I mean? And yeah. so, yeah. Uh, right. And so we, we make rules yeah. because of culture. And uh, unfortunately that pushes a lot of people out, but hopefully we won't divide over these issues and you make some really good points along the way. Thanks a lot, Don. I appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you, Don. Blessings to you. 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. If we were to put these into some commandments of how we should live together in unity on such matters, it it seems like Paul, the writer of uh, Romans, tells us that we are to accept one another. So maybe the first one would be, thou shalt accept one another. Do you have a problem welcoming people uh, into your church? Or do you only welcome certain kinds of people into your church, into your home? Uh, Would you allow someone to come in your home uh, that uh, doesn't agree with a certain matter of conscience or a, a matter that's not inherently Christian, but, you know, you don't necessarily like it? So what do you do with that? Well, Paul's talking to the church, and he says, accept those whose faith is weak without passing judgment on disputable matters. Anybody have a problem with passing judgment? How do you, how do you handle that? Well, again, if you want to give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. By the way, uh, who feels judged by the church? Um, do you feel judged by the church? Do you feel judged by Christianity? Do you feel judged by, by the Bible or by a preacher or or, you know, who are you? You feel judged. Do you represent a, a color, a class, a culture? Do you represent somebody who might be younger or older? But you just kind of feel judged. You feel kind of looked down on. You feel like you don't fit in. Well, if that's you and you want to talk to me, uh, we can pull a table up to the chair. You're welcome uh, to join me, 888-432-7434. That is the number. Uh, also, if thou shalt accept one another is one commandment, maybe another one would be thou shalt stop judging. Thou shalt stop judging. You know, in uh, Romans 14, it says, accept those whose faith is weak without passing judgment. It also later says in verse four, who are you to judge someone else's servant? To his own master, he stands or falls. He will stand for the Lord is able to make him stand. So who are you to judge someone else's servant? In other words, if somebody is a follower of Jesus Christ, then Jesus Christ is the one who judges them, not you. Because that person's not your servant, they're his. And who are you to judge someone else's servant? In other words, if you have a problem with someone 
who has a different view or a different way of expressing their Christianity, then maybe what you ought to do is talk to the one that judges them. Talk to God and say, God, you show them uh, what is right or what is wrong instead of you being the one to judge them. But what are some of the issues that uh, the church has allowed itself to divide over? Well, baptism, speaking in tongues, gifts of the spirit, eating of different foods, as we've talked about, and drinking of alcohol, clothing, dress for women, jewelry, tattoos, hair, hats, Halloween, holidays, worship days, Sabbath days, fasting, music styles, hymns, gospel, contemporary, instrumentation versus acapella, Bible versions, communion rituals, women in leadership, dating, marriage, divorce, remarriage, contraception, abortion, homosexuality, cohabitation, race relations, politics, medicine, marijuana, (laughs) just to name a few. What do you think about these? How do we stop from dividing over such issues? The Apostle Paul says, I need y'all to, first of all, stop judging one another and to start accepting one another. In fact, he even says, therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up in your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in your brother's way. So here's a question. How can believers keep each other from stumbling? How can you make sure that you're not a stumbling block for others. And by the way, what do you think it means to be a stumbling block? What do you think it means to be a stumbling block? Feel free to give me a call and connect with me on the topic. Here's the number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Feel free to give me a call now. My lines are open. I'd love to talk to you about this topic of the theology of conscience if you just joined us that's what we're talking about today and hello and greetings to angel works uh, who has written me on my facebook live page as well as shelly Mann, who says we are to judge with righteous judgment hello to d bird hello to rebecca rodriguez and hello to connie robinson Good afternoon to you as well. So what does it mean to judge, like uh, Shelly Mann said, with righteous judgment? What is righteous judgment? Do you know what that is? Do you know uh, what a righteous judgment is? Well, give me a call because a lot of people say, hey, look, listen, we're just we're just judging righteously. And so how do you do that without hurting and without uh, dissension in the body, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Bowie, Maryland, and talk with Greg, who's on the line. Hey, Greg, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I am fantastic, Doc. Thanks for asking. How are you, sir? I'm alive and grateful and glad you're hanging out with me. What are you thinking? My pleasure. So uh, at least from the best of my understanding, what I've been able to get from Uh, my home church is if the Bible is uh, very clear or specific on a particular topic, then with grace and love, 
you stick with the word. You stick with mm, the Bible. Okay. And it, on the other hand, if the subject is maybe not clear or it may be gray in the word or maybe not even mentioned, and as you said earlier, uh, it seems like it falls more in the tradition area. Right. I think with love and with grace, um, you allow your brother uh, to, or sister um, to, you know, go with their conscience, but you can still love them. You right. may see it differently, but at that point, I don't. I definitely don't think that it's anything that you should put yourself in a position to uh, divide or be divisive over, because if God is not clear on it through Scripture, you know, I, I don't know if it's up to us to take a hard stance on something that God doesn't take a hard stance on. Right. Or maybe he took a hard stance on it in the Old Testament, but because of Jesus there, that same stance has changed and evolved, you know, which I think is really difficult for some people. Uh, but, you know, for instance, uh, somebody says on my Facebook page, according to the word, we are not to mark our bodies. So mm -hmm. what does that mean? Anybody who has uh, their ears pierced, that's a marking, Right. Uh, so what do you do with what do you do with that? Or was there something connected to the Old Testament that we need to understand? And what are certain marks? And I think this. What about all the people that got branded in their uh, in their fraternities? Those are the kind of conversations that we need to have. So what do you do when somebody shows up and they have a brand, or they have a tattoo, or they have a, a, a ear pierce? Right. <laughs> you know what? In those situations, you show them the love of Christ. Yeah. Uh, because I heard somebody say once, I wish I could. Remember remember where but when we view folks we should view them i believe it was paul who stated as one who christ died right for. right there that's a good place to stop i'll be right back actual patient testimonials results may vary if you've been suffering with painful and embarrassing varicose and spider veins the fact is they're not going to get better on their own it's time to stop thinking about getting treatment and start doing something about it and vein clinics of america can help i was too embarrassed to wear shorts dresses i am so glad i came in i can do and wear whatever i want for more than 40 years the doctors at vein clinics of america have been the leading experts in the minimally invasive treatment of vein disease what does that mean for you no major surgery no downtime and no more ugly varicose and spider veins my legs look beautiful they felt beautiful and i felt good inside feel confident again and live your best life with vein clinics of america medicare and most insurance is accepted so call now to see if you qualify for a free no obligation consultation call 800-761-5522 800-761 5522 800-761-5522 there are seven local area christian schools partnering with wava to offer half-price tuitions for the full school year starting this fall you can save money on tuition while helping your child or grandchild to get a biblical worldview and help shape their faith current christian schools participating are located in olney laurel glendale frederick Eldersburg and Fairfax. Get info and buy a half-price tuition at WAVA.com. Just click on the school bus. Alexa can play WAVA-FM. And hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. Don't miss Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Monday through Friday at 5.30 a.m. right here on WAVA. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. If you're a radio listener, one thing I'm certain of 
is that you're not tuning in to listen to me. So I'm sorry about the next 45 seconds. But we have specifically chose this station because we think we're similar and we'd love for you to see why our mortgage team might be a good fit for you or someone you care about. One, we've got a direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. There's no middleman, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. Two, our faith is a big deal to us, and we're open about that. If we seem like a fit for you, we'd love to talk. We are United Faith Mortgage. UnitedFaithMortgage.com. Nice. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Brian Animalist Number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. We're talking about matters of conscience. How do we uh, help one another live in unity and not judge one another, but to love one another? And also uh, to accept and welcome one another into the family uh, on matters of conscience. This is what Paul's talking about. If you heard me read Romans 14, I read it very, very clearly. He says, stop, uh, therefore let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up in your mind to, uh, not to put a, any stumbling block or obstacle in your brother's way as one who is in the Lord Jesus. I am fully convinced that no food is unclean. So that's clear in Paul's mind. His conscience is clear. But if anyone regards something as unclean, then for him it's unclean, right? And so that uh, allows me to to sort of respond to Shelly Mann, who's been writing on my Facebook page. She says, the law has not been done away with, talking about the Old Testament law, tattoos must be repented of. I have tats and I repented of them. So it probably depends on what tats you have. But again, if for you, tattoos are, are sin and you need to repent of it, that is fine. For somebody else, if having a tattoo of their mother's name or having a tattoo of the cross is on their body and they feel fine about that, then they don't have to repent of it. There's nothing in the New Testament that says that tattoos uh, are, are wrong. And so, but this is what I'm talking about. Uh, disputable matters, matters of conscience, matters where things are not as clear in the New Testament as they are in the Old Testament because the Old Testament law was 633 laws for the Jewish people. But the Ten Commandments are commandments that last universally through all generations. And uh, if you don't believe me, then if you have on any polyester right now, and if your polyester is mixed with any other kind of material, then you're wearing ungodly clothing because that was a law in the Old Testament. So you've got to understand that all the laws of the Old Testament are not laws. Old Testament practices become New Testament principles. And unless those laws cross over universal and generational, uh, the Ten Commandments, then you've got to make sure that when you talk about Old Testament law, uh, you can't say, well, this one is still operational, but this one's not. So the whole polyester thing, throw that out. You know, or you got to keep all of them. And if you keep all of them from the Old Testament, then there's a certain way you should be eating. There's a certain kind of clothing you should be wearing, and you got to look at all of them. Okay. 
So be careful there. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. I'm ready to take your phone calls if you want to give me a call now. How can we, believers, keep each other from stumbling? How can we love in such a way that we stand on the truth, we, you know, call sin what it is, but at the same time be accepting and welcoming and not judgmental? Do you have any thoughts on that? If so, give me a call. 888-432-7434. And can we even agree on what sin is and what sin isn't? At my church, what we've decided to do, and I did this right right when I started the church, I said, you know, I don't want to be denominational, not because I'm against denominations, but a lot of denominations come from many different uh, backgrounds and heritage. And and I wanted not to limit our church from what people could be a part of. And so what we say is we major on the majors and we minor on the minors. Now, it doesn't mean that um, these lesser issues don't matter. We have strong opinions and views, and we write position papers on a lot of things. But we're going to major on the majors and minor on the minors. A lot of churches divide because they major on the minors. And that's what makes them that church or make them that denomination because they've decided that this is so important. We're going to elevate it as a major doctrine of our church, and therefore they become that church or that denomination. What do you do with that? Nothing. I mean, if people agree with it, they're perfect for that church. But what about people who don't agree with that? Now they feel like they're judged and like they don't fit in. So what are the majors? There are about five or six of them that we've decided we're going to land on because we believe they're majors of the Scripture. One is God is the creator of the heavens and the earth. Two, man is sinful and he's fallen because of uh, sin from grace from God. He's fallen uh, from God's holy standard. Not grace, but God's holy standard. Three, man's need for salvation or redemption, that he needs to be saved, otherwise he'll spend eternity separated from God. Four, Jesus Christ is the Son of God, who God the Father sent to live on the earth as a perfect man, to die a cruel death, to rise again from the dead. And five, that he will return so that those who follow him will live with him forevermore in heaven. And for those five things, if you believe that, trusting that the word of God is the authoritative and inspired word, which we also believe, then those are the majors that connect us. You are welcome to join us if you can believe in those and hold on to those majors. But the other areas, it's not that they're not important. We do have very clear views on them, but we're just not going to make them major issues, like I mentioned before, whether it's baptism or speaking in tongues or whatever, okay? 888-432-7434. Let's go to uh, Bowie, Maryland again and talk to Audrey who's on the line. Hey, Audrey, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm wonderful, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful and glad you're hanging with me. What are you thinking? Well, when I was a little girl, my father gave me two rules. First rule was love God with all your heart. The second rule was do unto others as you want them to do unto you. And through that, he taught me you know, no matter what somebody's doing, if if you was that person, how would you want to be treated? Right. And so that's how I live my life, and I taught my kids to live their life. You don't look at color. You don't look at what they're doing. I mean, be friends with anybody, and if you can help them through what you're doing and the way you love God, maybe you can bring them a little closer. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that is that is what Jesus said. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. That is the greatest command. You've got that You've got that perfectly right, actually. And and so you were taught two very, very good rules, by the way. <laughs> you said they were the golden rules. They is exact you're absolutely right. Completely the golden rule on that one. Hey, well, uh thank you so much for chiming in today, okay? Have a great one. God bless you from Bowie, Maryland. That was Audrey. When I get back, I'll go to Woodbridge, Virginia and talk to Tony. I want to talk to you as well. You still have time. So if you want to join me, feel free to do just that. Uh, My number is 888-432-7434. We'll be right back. See, tell me the good news first. I got a new job and I am so excited. Congratulations. So what's the bad news? I have to move quickly and I don't have a lot of time to sell my house. Mm. Have you called Pete at hometownhomebuyers.biz? No, I haven't. Really? Pete can actually buy your home within the next day or so and you can be gone in a week. Even if you need him to help you get everything out, his company can do that for you. Really? Wow. What's his number? His number is 888-623-623. 3533. Or you can catch him online at hometownhomebuyers.biz. Wow, thank you, Anderson. I'm going to call Pete right now so he can buy my home. Can I read his number back to you one more time just so I have it right? Sure. Okay, 888-623-3533. You got it right, 888-623-3533. Hey, congratulations on your new job. Thank you. Now sell that home so you can get out of town. (laughs) I will do. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel, and make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much. And it's good, it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You're not afraid to take any topic. Uh, you are very humble, and um, it just gives us comfort. 
I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says when here. It's just amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. is not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How are you today? We're trying to understand God's Word. So, you know what, uh, as we think about uh, the Scriptures and what they say, we've got to understand we that we also must know what they mean. And the problem with a lot of uh, Christians is because we don't know what they mean or we haven't studied them the way we we could, we can oftentimes make policies and make theological doctrines that are not really based on uh, the the major doctrines of God's Word, but are based on uh, the different parts of the Scripture that fit uh, what we want to do. Or worse, um, try to make people fit into uh, Scriptures that had a particular context at a particular time. And so we're talking today about matters of conscience. When we have different styles, when we have different backgrounds, when we have different cultural norms, don't try to make them into biblical truth. You know, like, um, like, you know, godliness and cleanliness are the same thing or, or, uh, you know what, you got to dress your best for church, which, you know, culturally, that's what I do. But it doesn't mean if somebody comes into church and they're in jeans uh, or they're not in a suit that somehow they're a less worshiper than I am. And I'm not supposed to look down on them because they culturally may not have been brought up the same way I was brought up. But what happens is if I, I am raised in a culture that preaches the Bible in such a way that I then believe that that's biblical truth instead of cultural norms then I began to look down my nose at other people. And that's what Paul is dealing with right here in Romans chapter 14. So how do we live this life in a way that we make enough space to accept other people from many different cultures and backgrounds and many different belief systems as long as we can agree on the, on the basics, on the majors, without dividing over the minors. Well, that's what we're talking about today. And if you want to join the conversation, we have just a few minutes left. So jump in. Here's the number 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Tony, who's in Woodbridge, Virginia, as promised. Hello, Mr. Tony. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hey, hey Dr. Anderson. How are you doing, sir? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? All right. On my way up here to get my mom, take her up to Sight and Sound Theater up to Pittsburgh. Oh, that's beautiful. But, uh, <laughs> but um, to see Queen Esther. <laughs> nice. Hey, but what you the guidelines you used, I have heard it said by uh, Saint Augustine. Yeah. And that is, and that is an essential unity in non-essentials, and you mentioned the essential. That's uh, right. Christian doctrine, 
uh, in non-essentials, liberty, liberty, but in all things, charity. charity. And that's, that's all I'd have to say. Man, <laughs> I tell you what, sing all extinct, put that thing out there, because that's really great, isn't it? That yes, if, you, if you could look at it like that, what are the essentials? What are the non-essentials? But no matter what you see as essential and non-essential, in all things, charity. Uh-uh. And, and that's, ex- yeah. that's exactly where the Apostle Paul lands, uh, Tony, in, in mm-hmm. uh, this Romans passage. He actually lands there. So I'll have to read that verse as well. But thanks a lot for joining in today, okay? You're welcome, sir. Have a great weekend. Yeah, God bless you. You have a great weekend, too. He, he says in verse 19, Romans 14, 19, let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and mutual edification. So, you know, he, he's saying, listen, work for peace, work for mutual edification. He says, let's stop passing judgment in verse 13. Instead, make up your mind not to put a stumbling block in your brother's way. These are all acts of love, right? He even says in verse 15, if your brother is distressed because of what you eat, you are no longer acting in love. So listen, if uh, somebody has a problem with a tattoo and I happen to have a tattoo on my arm, guess what? If, if I know that about you, you believe you still believe that tattoos are sin, right? And, 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 that, and you repented of your tattoos, like uh, one of the people on my Facebook page says. Then when I'm around you, the way to love you, because we're not going to agree, right? But the way to love you is for me to wear a jacket so you don't see my tattoo, see? But having it in, my, in your face, when you see it as sin, only is going to cause you uh, distress. And why distress you over my freedom? So what the passage is teaching us and what Paul is trying to say is i got to be the bigger person. I've got to be the one who says I am willing to cover up my freedom for your freedom. Do you see? I am willing to say I can wear a jacket if I know that you're going to be all bent and turned sideways because you don't agree that tattoos are are f- something free for me to put a, a cross on my arm, then instead of me coming in with a tank top and a short sleeve shirt so you can see that cross to say, I have freedom to do it and you don't, Paul is saying, don't do that. That's not love. Pursue peace. Pursue mutual edification. Okay? Jonathan is calling from Morristown, New Jersey. Let's go there. Hey, Mr. Jonathan, Dr. how are you today? Dr. Anderson, I'm doing well, doing well, enjoying the conversation. Um, I'm becoming a new uh, new listener and follower of you and uh, got hip to your book, Gracism. So oh, yes. uh, hopefully we'll be connecting real soon. But I want to read a scripture. I think it's, it's apropos for where we are. It's uh, 1 Corinthians 9, 22. Well, I'll be 21 through 23. It says, To those without the law, I become like one without the law. Mm-hmm. Though I am not outside the law of God, but I am under the law of Christ, to mm-hmm. win those without the law. To the weak, I became weak. To, the, yeah. to win the weak, I became all things to all people, so that by all possible means mm-hmm. I might save some said, I do all of this for the sake of the gospel so that I might share in its blessings. Yes. And I think it boils down to me, um, and I see the comments on, on, on the screen. It's about loving people. Yeah. It's about winning them to you first instead of telling them how much you know about the Bible or about right. how much you know about things. If people can't be one to you, you aren't going to win them to Christ. Yeah. So, Ooh, um, man. Woo. Come on, Jonathan. All things to all people. So, you better call me uh, again. <laughs> what a passage. First Corinthians yeah. nine verses twenty-one through twenty-three, and 
Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. Blessings to you. Hey, I'm coming back from my break. Uh, Kevin Turpin also gives us Galatians 2, verses 15 through 16. Check it out, y'all. I'll be right back. Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. Getting a new roof can be hard. Heck, just getting a roofing estimate can be hard. I mean, I call a couple companies to get my roof price. One shows up, measures everything, and I never see him again. It's like he vanished into thin air. Another one comes, and I get an email with a ballpark price and no details other than new roof. And the third one never even showed up. It's like they're roofing Houdinis. At New Look, we offer same-day estimates and TPT, total price transparency. We give you a detailed measure report, line-by-line pricing, a 3D rendering of your home, and we give it to you right on the spot. No magic tricks. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and qualify for interest-free financing. Call 800-279-5300. That's 800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. While we can't make everything easy, we can make roofing easy. I have a traumatizing childhood memory of an Easter egg hunt. The big hunt was a big deal in our family, and I have this memory of running and excitedly reaching for eggs, only to have my big brother and sister sweep in and steal them at the last second. It's Ryan, and unfortunately, this is a traumatizing reality our Faith and Family Mortgage Team is seeing from families across the country. Families are finding their dream home, only to have it pulled away by another hunter at the last second. At United Faith Mortgage, we unfortunately cannot scare off the other hunters, but we can very quickly get you pre-approved and make it look as good as possible to sellers. And then, once you do grab that Easter egg, see our story and read how our direct lender advantage can often save your family monthly and lifelong money at unitedfaithmortgage.com. We or United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York. Animals number 1330. Animals Consumer Access.org. Every financing charge may be higher for life of loan. There are seven local area Christian schools partnering with WAVA to offer half-price tuitions for the full school year starting this fall. You can save money on tuition while helping your child or grandchild to get a biblical worldview. It helps shape their faith. Current Christian schools participating are located in Olney, Laurel, Glendale, Frederick, Eldersburg, and Fairfax. Get info and buy a half-price tuition at WAVA.com. Just click on the school bus. Today, people with disabilities can achieve a better life experience with Able Now, a tax-advantaged savings account specifically designed for people with disabilities. Able Now accounts help eligible individuals save and invest their own money without endangering certain disability benefits. Learn if you or someone you know is eligible for an Able Now account at able-now.com. This message is provided by Able Now, administered by Virginia 529. It's Real Talk. With Dr. David Anderson, how in the world are you today? So glad that you're hanging out with me. We're talking about these disputable matters. Someone said, why would you put uh, homosexuality or cohabitation, all those 
in with all the other uh, distinctions. It's because these are areas that people divide over. I do believe homosexual behavior is sin, but homosexuality or one's orientation maybe not may not be sin. In other words, just because somebody has an attraction for someone of the same sex doesn't make them a sinner. All right. But if you act out on it or lust, then that is the sin. And so I say that homosexuality, the orientation, the struggle is just that a struggle. Uh, But it's the behavior when you cross over and into sin. And so I don't think the attraction itself uh, is is sin. That's my two cents on it. You may not agree. You may think just the attraction itself is you're free to believe that. But this is my point. When you have these disagreements, how are you supposed to then live in unity as a Christian church? And that's our point. That's why Paul wrote Romans 14, verse 1 through Romans 15, 7. We've got to grapple with this or we'll just continue to be a bad witness of dissension. And it won't be over the majors. It'll be over the minors. And that's, friends, why we're having the conversation today. Let's see if I can get Diane. She'll be my last caller from Annapolis, Maryland. Hi, Diane. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful and trying to keep us unified, but you know, that's not easy. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's not easy. I've walked that path and and been in trouble with others for it. You know, it's it's, it's a hard line to to walk. I love that last caller. It just gives you food for the word to ponder on. You know, am I doing things right or aren't I? Yes. And uh, it's a... A big book, and we've got little minds sometimes, so that's it's hard sure. to digest it all, you know. That's for but, sure. In listening to your conversation, it brought me to a place where I'm wondering. You know, I always took it that the ordinances from the Old Testament was what was done away with, and the law wasn't changed. And it yeah. makes me wonder: Do I really know those, or don't I? Yeah, well, you know, the ordinances are so beautiful, and we carry those even into today. But even the ordinances themselves have evolved and changed. For instance, the ordinance of, of, of what we call today baptism is probably equal to what we would have called uh, Old Testament circumcision, you know, the marking of a believer, right? right. And so, uh, again, if this whole idea of tattoos, the, the marking of circumcision, some people just don't understand why the whole issue of tattoos, and I don't have time to go into it, we may probably do a whole show on it, but it was the idea of the marking and the cutting of, of a Jewish male was the marking that the Lord wanted them to have on them. Now, you and I know that by the time we get to the New Testament, it's the cutting of the heart, right? It's the circumcision of the heart. We don't say whether you're, if you're uncircumcised and you can't go to heaven, right? Because that was an Old Testament uh, a practice, but now with the New Testament, the fullness in Christ frees us up from some of those laws. But the ordinances sometimes just take on a different, a different view. So when you talk about baptism, we talk about communion of the Eucharist, all these beautiful things come from some of the Old Testament. But that's why I usually say Old Testament practices become New Testament principles, and we got to look at them very carefully, or we'll just keep dividing over a church because we don't understand uh, what the Word of God says in that regard. So, anyway. Yeah, I know in in my walk, I feel as though the seasons I have gone through in my journey have been in a different order, a different depth yes. than others. Hey, Miss so, Miss Diane, I got to drop you there only because the okay. show's going to end in 15 seconds, and I want to say a prayer. Okay. 
Lord, thank you for Miss Diane and thank you for my listeners. Give us your grace and understanding in your name we pray. Amen and amen.